Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Man, did we class the show up a little Look bit for this. today? Look at this. Look who's here on the ultimate Cleveland sports show. In the in, That's the King's oh. Throne in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Polk, everybody. No, Maurice Claret is with us for the entire yeah. show today. Yeah. Maurice, yeah. thanks for coming in, my man. It's great to see you again. We're going to dive super deep into your story which has a little twist and turn here and there. Here and there. <laughs> Very gentle way of putting but, it, Jay. Yeah, no, and, and, and we talked yesterday on the phone. Nothing is off base. He's going to talk about it all. Uh, and also what he's doing today. He's in a super good place today. Uh, it's a terrific comeback story. That's coming up later. Uh, first, you know the panel. I'm Jay, Adam the Bull over here. Mike Polk is in on his usual Tuesday, Thursday rotation. And G. Bush is here. Later in the show, these guys tip the scales. Not Mike, not Mo, not me. Adam the Bull and G. Bush are going to have a weight loss challenge. We're going to tell right. you how much they weigh now, how much they want to get to, Ooh. and how they plan to do it. I will tell you that even after weigh-ins, my man was killing a bag of snack mix. Uh, <laughs> like just destroying that bag. Already? It was a medium-sized bag. Get it out of the way. It get wasn't it out of the way. small one. Mike Polk came in the studio, and we were talking about weight loss, and yeah. he goes, I love how you guys are talking about how you're going to lose all this yeah. weight. And uh -huh. your elbow deep in a no, bag. you got to watch the right. carbs. you got to watch the carbs. yesterday for lunch. <laughs> all right. So, so that was to make sure that they yes. loaded up on their weight. Get a carb up. Yeah. yeah. So now that was your Fat Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to start today's program with news of the NIL. Yesterday, we told you that the principals were voting. The vote closed Sunday night. They had two weeks to vote. Today, I can tell you that the NIL, which would allow high school athletes to monetize their name, image, and likeness, actually failed. And it didn't just fail by a slim margin, guys. It was soundly defeated. Here's the vote total. Five, eight, 538 voted against it. 254 voted for it. 26 principals did not submit votes. Ohio, guys, the first state that had a proposal on the table to reject it. Hmm. There's nine states currently that have it. There's another 11 outside of Ohio that currently have proposals. But Ohio's the first to shoot it down. I talked with a gentleman who's very much in the know as to why this failed. He worked for two years at University of North Carolina in their athletics department, ushering in the NIL era at the collegiate level. He believes this failed primarily because of the wording that we pointed out originally was odd. It was to go into effect today. Mm -hmm. And the schools were just like, we're not ready to deal with this today. All the schools had to name a compliance director, an NIL compliance director. He told me many schools in Ohio don't even have an athletic director. So how are you going to add an NIL compliance director mm -hmm. when you don't have an athletic director? Quick thoughts around the table on this being rejected. I, I, you know, I think I understand that supposedly they had to have an I, uh, NIL director. What, what was the position? Compliance called? director. Compliance essentially. Director. He would look at all the deals and make sure they were they were good. The bottom line for me is if kids have the ability to make money, they should have the ability to make money. And I don't even like that there has to be a compliance director. Uh, nothing should stay. If I'm 17 years old and I'm good at football, basketball, golf, soccer, whatever, <coughs> I'm an actor, 
I, I'm a brilliant computer guy, and I'm 17 or 16. I should be able to make money. Even with the and pitfalls, though, that we've e seen at the NCAA level. There are level. risks. Yes, I get it. But this is going to happen. And if they needed these things, well, they should have prepared for it earlier. Yeah. They screwed up. And now it's going to happen anyway, and they're going to be behind the eight. It will be challenged yeah. in court. It likely yes. will lose. It's yes. coming eventually. That's right. The people that I talked to said that it was sh shot down simply because of the language, and they're just not ready for this yet. They, they want to make sure that they have the infrastructure in place. Yeah. Mike, what, what are your thoughts? It seems on intentionally it? foolish to put that language in there. It I almost seems like exactly. somebody was trying to spike it or something That's like right. that. I you know? asked, that do you possible? think the OHSAA sabotaged this by putting that in? And the answer I was given was no. It was just ignorance they on Ohio's They just said part. it was ignorance. That's they just amazing. didn't know what this entailed. I don't know. Was there anything different about the other states that it actually that actually passed? Other Some than that, have like wild, language? wild west mentalities. Right. Others have infrastructure. Like Wyoming or whatever. They're just like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, you can pay whatever you want. Yeah, Wait, Wyoming's can sponsor a goat. Wait a second, Mike. Oh, uh, <laughs> ignorance from an Ohio governing body? Who I know. See that I know. It's, it's, it is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I, I don't think uh, it's I, – I kind of agree with you. You quickly, like, uh, changed my mind right there because I thought it was kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's an awkward position to put a 15-year-old soccer player in to, uh, to put that kind of pressure on him and say, you have to represent my car dealership or something. But you're right. If they can make money, they can make money. And it's probably happening anyways through recruiting and underhanded. It's like gambling right. where people are doing it anyways you know and bring in recruits to, uh, you know I'll get your dad a job in this district over here if right. you come and play at my at my high school so you know why not why not just make it legal Maurice I, I'm fascinated to get your point of view on this because you were a guy that absolutely would have been able to monetize your name image and likeness you were a superstar at as a freshman in high school you could have made money for four years what are your thoughts on this <laughs> no it's, just, it's kind of to build on what these guys said but I think that you have to start it with the thought that you will improve upon it. Like nobody's going to start anything and it's going to be perfectly suited and you're going to have the right checks and balances and the controls in place in order for it to be like the perfect thing. But you start it, you get going, and you learn from stuff. It's, it's no different than everything else in life. But when you have these uh, staunch positions and you have like these underhanded ways of people sticking language inside of things, knowing that they'll fail, you just kind of prolong the, the conversation. Right. And so for me, you get started somewhere knowing that, hey, some people will get hurt. Some people will get taken advantage of. But if we take those things and we learn again, but I don't see how you're going to outfit every school with compliance directors by next month, next week, or yeah, that's not that's not happening. But but, but that that can become a convenient excuse as to right. why they keep on punting the ball. Yes, and like in, good way of putting it. When, when you say like when he said um, uh, like, like 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 who needs a compliance director for everybody in the first place? Many of these schools will never have to deal right. with this. Some of these tiny little schools, none of their kids are making money no, anyway. No. So what, you know. And so you're going to force all these small schools in districts where they don't have the money to hire a person right. to have a compliance director sign me up for that job. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go in yeah. 180 days, sit in your office, and you wait for a kid to walk in and say, hey, I got a deal. But, there's, so, but what I'm saying is there's people intelligent enough to know that that's going to happen. Yeah. Yes. And, and so then, then that prolongs it, and then nobody gets to where they have to go. G. Bush, right. what do you think? Well, uh, this, this is obvious. I, I mean, you got – I mean, Ohio's one of the most conservative states in the union, right? You know, they're not, uh, they're not going to just jump out. I thought this was going to fail from the start. But the reality of it is this only takes a, 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 a part with high school kids playing sports, Right. What, there's no child actor rules, right? Right. There's no if you come up tomorrow and even other sports like golf, right? Mm -hmm. You can get money tennis, uh, tennis golf, uh, all these sports where you can make money when you're 14. Yeah. 
My premise is this. I, I have a, it's an undertone to it. You telling me that a 14 year old, uh, a European female is able to handle money, but a 17 year old inner city black kid, well, we gotta protect you from your own self. What do you mean protect me from my own self? Listen, would you rather have money in your pocket and be able to do something to feed your family and not have to deal stuff? Or would you rather be protected? I don't, we don't need protected. At the end of the day, you, you got to start the program somewhere. You build on it. As Marie said, you build on it. And at the end of the day, that is what you are. This, that's my God given ability to do that. You don't get to decide what my God given ability is to make and earn money in this world. Whether you believe it's, it's by my education later on or my athletic ability now. Mike, what do you got? Quick question. Are, are private schools exempt from this and charter schools or no? All, all schools. All schools, yeah, this all, falls under all OHSAA member schools. Okay, I, so. I was just curious. I just wondered if that was a way around it. You know how sometimes sure. you have these athlete factories? And this wasn't a pay-for-play thing. You would <laughs> yeah. not have been able to, you know, do a deal wearing a St. Ed's t-shirt. Right. Like, right. that would have been out of, out of bounds. Yeah. This was just your name, image, and likeness to monetize on that. And what? I think, Marie, it's coming. We all agree it's coming. It has to start somewhere. I think it was sabotaged from jump by the language that it would have gone into effect today. It would have been possible today for a high school student to walk into the principal's office today and say, hey, I've got an offer to make $5,000 mm -hmm. from a local car dealership. And the school literally would have been looking around like, yeah, what do we, what do, we do with this? Who, who? Compliance director. Yeah, and, and Bush, G. Bush, to your point, um, the language is supposed to be well-intended to make sure that the kids aren't being taken advantage of. Because as we all know, right. Maurice, you can speak to this, there would be victims. There would yep. be high school kids that were taken advantage of because everything, the system is built that way. But, but you have adults who are being taken advantage of. There's many other professions and many careers of people who are getting taken advantage of in That's a lot true. of different ways. I guess what I'm saying, like when you were, I, I, miss, I, I, I lost the point where you were talking about something, but the fact, to me, the fact is that you have to start somewhere. And I, I'll leave right there because I don't want to mumble on. You have to start somewhere. You have to build on something. So put it in and, and yeah. make it good as you go on. And what I would say is if, if this is really about protecting, if, if they don't want to do this now because they're protecting the kids because they're afraid they're going to get ripped off, well, if that's really true, then pass it. And how about the OHSAA hires a dozen guys who are lawyers to work and say, hey, whenever a kid gets a deal, you're going to look it over. We're going to pay the guy whatever, a reasonable yeah. fee. I don't think they're in a position to Not a percentage, 12. not a percentage. He, and that's going to, and, and all that guy is going to say, he's not going to tell you whether it's, he's going to say, this is a fit. You're not getting ripped off here. Yeah. Well, you well, know. Well, and just to throw, and just throw this out really quickly. Yeah. If it's about protecting people, yeah. you know how many rich, educated doctors, lawyers, Financial advisors got ripped off by Bernie Madoff. Sure. Good point. Yeah, there's no, like, like Marie said, there are adults that, that need counseling. Right. <laughs> so I, I don't think it's a bad idea, G, to have someone that you could trust give advice. Yes. But not at the detriment of them not being able to make, make money. money. And yeah. we right. are assuming, That's a great way to articulate it. We are assuming yeah. that, hey, I, I, got a, I got a mom and a dad. Yeah. They're both, they've been married for 40 years. Right. They're both college educated. Yes. I don't need no advisor. You're assuming that certain people don't have that infrastructure right assumption. now. Yes, the there, is, there is racism, I believe, baked into that assumption. I agree with you. 
There are kids white and black who need help. There are kids white and black who don't, don't need help. Well, yeah. It's an individual thing. And it, 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 I, I don't think it's ever bad, no matter what your race is, your, what, what your background is, whether you're rich or poor. I don't think it's bad to get advice from someone who's used to dealing with contracts when you're 16, 15, 17 years old. Sure. That's not a bad idea. I can agree to that. Right? They'll but, fix it. But, that, it, the but you got to let these kids, just like you said, we got tennis players, and you got tennis players coming over, uh, golfers coming over from from South Korea. They're like 13 years old. They're making tons of money playing golf. <laughs> they have in some of those other countries, these kids don't even go to school. They just play sports. But I'll, I'll say I'll say this right. Yeah. This thing has been on the table long enough that if Ohio wanted to prepare to prepare for it correctly, they could have. There's a lot of other states who have done it. There's a collegiate programs who've done it. Yeah. If they really wanted to make this happen, we would say okay. Let's look at what these six or seven other states are doing. But to me, when you have these like lame duck excuses, like we shouldn't even be talking about if they have compliance directors. They should have been saying, hey, it's impossible for all these school districts to hire all these people. Yeah. You can't even get bus drivers right now for schools. Yeah, no, and right. you're going to hire a compliance director. That's a great point. Walmart. You'd be that's like, dang, I'm self-checkouting. All right, uh, we're going to talk more about the NIL uh, on the collegiate level as it pertains to Maurice and his situation yeah. when he was in college. But right now I want to turn the table to some Browns news. Deshaun Watson um, is very much in the news cycle, and he's got a very busy week. Later this week, Deshaun is going to meet with NFL investigators about the pending civil cases that are hanging over his head. 22 women accusing him of sexual assault, sexual misconduct. We know that he uh, was, was not indicted by two different Texas grand juries. They did not hand up uh, recommend charges. So as you look at where we are in the timeline here, guys, and Albert Breer tweeted this yesterday, and I thought very astutely pointed <coughs> out, it appears that we are close to Judgment Day because what Albert pointed out in his tweet, which we've seen this throughout the 15 years or so that we've had the, the player conduct code, in such investigations, the NFL usually talks to the player last. So this is likely an indication the league is wrapping things up. No question would be, next question would be whether or not they make a ruling before there's resolution on the 22 civil cases. And yes. that we have no way of knowing. Right. But it appears, guys, that we're closer to the end of this than we are to the beginning. What are your thoughts? I, I think this is huge, guys, because one way or the other, whether whether we think personally Deshaun Watson should be suspended or not, we don't know everything, right? I don't even know. And we've said this before. The only people that know everything are the women and Deshaun Watson. Nobody else knows for sure. But obviously, the league, through a year-plus investigation, has more information than we, than we have, right? Absolutely. But whatever they decide, whether he doesn't get suspended, four games, six games, eight games, whatever it is, I think we all would like it to be resolved now, and I certainly think the Browns would like it to be resolved now. So at least as we head towards the season, you can be, be prepared for whatever it is. They know who they know who to exactly. get ready for week one. Mike, your thoughts? I think they're in an impossible situation. They have to act on it now because we, I mean, they, the season's on hold right now for the Browns, and if they wait until this investigation is over halfway through this year, then it could you, be two years. Is, it'll, it'll be, it knows? could be two yeah. years by then. Here's a quote that I'm going to have a hard time, that I think we're going to have a hard time getting around. Uh, precedent's a damn uh, dangerous thing. And it is. here's this quote. I recognize that the allegations were disputed and that they did not result in criminal charges being filed against you. My decision today is not based on a finding that you violated Georgia law or on a conclusion that differs 
from that of the local prosecutor. That said, you are held to a higher standard as an NFL player, and there is nothing about your conduct that can remotely be described as admirable, responsible, or consistent with either the values of the league or the expectations of our fans. And that was obviously Roger Goodell to Ben Roethlisberger back when he suspended him yeah. for his allegations. And we that saw were, the same thing. And there were no criminal charges. We no, saw the same thing so, with, uh, with how with do you, Elliott, and how Nicky do you do Elliott. that? How do you look at that and then say in this situation to Deshaun Watson, you're fine? I'm just he's going to get suspended. It, right. There's no yeah. doubt about it. It's just how many games it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think yeah. there's definitely something coming, Maurice. Um, when you're waiting for a league or a body to make a decision like this, you're really in purgatory. You don't. He doesn't know if he's going to have to prepare to play for this season or not. What do you think's going through his mind as he's sitting on the sidelines? trying to figure out what his fate is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just know that just going through the NCAA deal and uh, there's a you, you're like there's a difference between training and working out training. You're getting prepared for something, knowing who you're going to play, knowing when you're going to play, understanding the timing before a season, before something is about to happen and your mentality is different. Like the training mentality in regards to accomplishing something is, is quite different than let me go out here and throw some footballs around. Am I preparing? Am I not preparing? I think the NFL is trying to get this over because you just don't want all of these large, embarrassing headlines, right? Sure. I think this is more for the brand than Deshaun Jackson or I'm not Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson or the women. I think that's the bigger thing. Like, let's get this stuff behind us. Let's move on. This is I on the back right of the, the Kaepernick stuff. This is the back. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There's just been large headlines. Get it out of the news cycle. Get it out Once of the news cycle. All. You're 100% right. He, that's all they care about. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's all it. they care about. Yeah. Their PR. Yeah. They don't care about the women. They don't care if Deshaun Watson did it or not. They only, he's 100% right. Yeah. They only care about their, it's their a business. PR. And it's that's run it. very much like a business. So watch, so watch this. If, say for instance, they go ahead, they get them together, they bring them down here and say, okay, you, you know, it is what it is. We're giving you X amount of games. Mm -hmm. What happens is in 2023, when the civil cases come, guess who cares about them? None of us. Everybody's like, well, he already served. He already served this. I think there would be interest, but not not, not, not the, as it pertains to Watson, the player, no, right. no. as it pertains to Watson, it, the person. It would be it would be a small footnote. And Deshaun Watson be. is going to do cases and he's going to go do this. So what will happen is you'll give him a chance to play. The Browns will win. It's sad, it's sad to say that this is in my opinion, but nope. nobody will care. Right. <laughs> like no, if, you're if, right. He, if he goes out on the field and he lights it up, and this the the front part of that suspension is done. If those civil cases come back guilty, he'll get a question here or there. But but the national narrative will be that Cleveland is back. Cleveland is going to the playoffs. He's leading the you way. Know, I wonder if he would get a suspension before the season starts, four, six, whatever the game number is, and then loses the civil cases. There's nothing that says the NFL can't come back and throw more suspension right. on top. Is well, there well, any well, precedent well, there? Has have there, we ever not that I'm aware of? No, okay. I, I think, the, I think of. the NFL Player Association will have something to say about that yeah. because the thing about precedent sure. is, is, do you want double jeopardy? You can't right. even get that in, right. in the United States. I think that's <laughs> unlikely that that would happen. I guess it's possible. They, but I, I mean, think they can do whatever they want. They They're could. a private league. We've seen they've done they this could, before. But I think they'd argue he's already been punished for it in their way, and I don't know. I. Again, we talked about this before. I think it's going to be more than it's got. I think it's likely going to be more than four games. I don't think it's going to be a whole season. But either way, I, I just think I think for everybody, we'd all like it to, to just be set. Yeah, everybody would like to know yeah. what the, know what the field is, what right. the parameters are. Later in the show, we're going to do yeah. a Judge J segment on this question. So Baker's there. He's the elephant in the room. <laughs> and, and Drew Brees was was it. it, it this All indications are he's done at NBC. Yeah. And he, he sent out a really bizarre tweet yesterday that said, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do next. 
I might return to football. Whoa. So that's that's on the table. Now he also said he might train for yeah. a pickleball league. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just throwing ghosts in the air. But yeah. we're going to debate later if Deshaun gets two, four, six, eight games. Do you want Baker? Or Breeze yeah. starting those games. That's a Judge J segment, yeah. so start thinking Good about tease. Right, right now. Good tease. like the weasel in the room than the elephant. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> some might call him that. All right, now let's continue on to Sean Watson because yeah. I mentioned a busy week. This weekend, guys, he's taking <coughs> the offense yeah. to the Bahamas. Yes. Yeah. This is nothing new. We've seen quarterbacks do this before. Baker's done it with all his skills players. But this trip is said to include about 30 folks. My friend Jacina Anderson broke this news yesterday. What's really fascinating to me is, and Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com in her piece said, it's unlikely that Baker Mayfield will go on this trip. So I've got two questions for you. One, should Deshaun have invited Baker? He is a rostered member in his position room. And two, if invited, should Baker go? Who wants to start? I- I'll tell you guys. First of all, you said Josina Anderson's your friend. Yes. Shout out to her. She doesn't She's get tremendous. Nobody, nobody has more connections yep. to NFL players. Yep. She's one of the players than Josie. Players Anderson. like her and they, they love trust her. her. They She's trust the her. most connected with the players. So shout out to her. Number two, first of all, I don't know if Baker was invited. I, I mean, if I was Deshaun, I would have invited him. Got to. Tacky to not polite, to. Tacky right? not to. And if I were Baker, as awkward as it might be, <sighs> if you want to show that you've changed, and I don't believe Baker's changed, right? I think he's still immature. But if you want to prove that you've changed, you go. Yeah. You go okay, it's Baker like, at the and have a good attitude. That breaks the awkward meter. It's like I got, it, it destroys the awkward. I got, invited, I got invited to my ex-girlfriend's wedding. <laughs> okay, so that's <laughs> Damn right I went. Damn right I went to show yeah, she did it. She's like he's not, she's like, he's not gonna come, obviously. She's <laughs> like, we got to, but I knew him for ten years, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'll show up there. Damn right I will. How'd that and go? I, it was awkward, but I but it was <laughs> I would not let them that's just I would not let them just be like, We invited him. I don't know why he didn't come, so I came. And yes, it was awkward, but I went there to prove a point. I think Baker should do the same thing personally. If, wow. if, if he, if he, I'm, if he I'm going next. Just stop okay. this noise. Jump in. Hey, watch, watch, watch how this works. <laughs> you know when you be in college, right? You you teammates with everybody. Yeah. But you only got a certain people, people you go out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Like, hey, we go out together. I invited you. It's, it's an unwritten thing. Just because I, I, I take snaps with you does not mean you in the camp. Right. You are down the street. Yeah. You're not in the camp. You don't, you, yeah. you, you don't just get him. Yeah, what are you going to come with his bags? Like, yeah, dog, I'm ready to go. We ready to kick it. No. Sorry, Blake Hans. That's not a, that's you don't not get. A, you don't count. This is the cool kids table. You can't. Yeah. You got to ask to be sat over. There's yeah. no way. Baker Mayfield is going, and in, and in your should, exa- should Deshaun invite him? No, no, that's unacceptable. Okay, no on both. <laughs> no on both. Your, and, and, and your ex's dude should yeah. have been like, she should have stepped to her like, listen. Uh huh. You think he coming to the wedding? We yep. might not be getting married. Like that's how you. I agree with wow. you. Wow. Yeah. 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 So you're you dropping the gauntlet yeah. if you're the new husband. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I completely agree. You're about. right. That guy is a total puss. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely true. Maurice, so um, what do you think here? Should Deshaun offer the invitation? And if so, should Baker I think, come? I think it's the classy thing to do. If he, he He's going to be the leader. You can tell by the contract, right? He's the next coming. And it all depends on what Baker wants to do. Like, I think, to me, Baker should realize that the end is near for him in Cleveland. As a show of class, I would have went and said, hey, I'm here to support the guys. But his ego, when you got when you got young and you like, I, I tell you like this, I started coming to Cleveland probably about a year ago, right? Yeah. And I didn't realize how he had permeated the area and everybody was rooting for him and he was the guy. And I just didn't know that Baker was like the local celebrity. 
So now for him to come in town and then for all of that, for the fanfare, for everything to be shifted, yeah. that's a lot. That came unraveled at warp speed. But, but, it, but it happened fast. You know, so, so I can just see how Baker, like, but then he's young. Like, this is a chance to mature knowing you will land somewhere else. And I always think like this, whatever you're going through in the current moment is preparing you for the next moment. And it's usually the stuff that makes you squirm is the stuff that develops you and makes you grow. I think like doing that, somebody else may say, you know what, we want to bring Baker into the camp and he gets out of the like, I want to dance and be cool phase and I want to be the yep. cool kid. You need to mature and say, hey, I just need to be a good quarterback. I was about to cuss. I cuss a lot. Maurice, that makes good sense because his next stop, he may be a backup quarterback. He's not he may gonna, not be the lead dog. He's right. not going to be the fun guy who won the Heisman coming out dancing, mm -hmm. corralling and rallying. You're going to have to show up and be like the buttoned up professional leader of the guys. Let's go out here and win games. Yeah. I, so you would invite him and you would yeah. come. Yeah, just just I, I look back at my life, just things that I did from being immature and it feels good in the moment when you're being immature because you feel empowered. But like long term, it does nothing for you. It doesn't develop you. It doesn't totally make agree. people. It, it doesn't make people want to get, get close to you. That's the and he said something that was just that that was big. Yeah, the perception of people outside of Cleveland with Baker Mayfield is yes. completely different from the oh bubble that God, we have yes. here. So when you say mature, do people here are like, what do you mean he needs to mature? Yeah. That's what we love for about Baker. And, but that's not conducive to getting a job somewhere else. No, yeah. I think for Watson too, guys, I think Maurice, everything he said, I agree with I, two, number number one for Watson. You know, right now there's a lot of people that don't think highly of him. Right. I think it shows a lot of class, as you said, on his part to say, hey, I'm not going to be worried. I'm going to be good to Baker. I'm going to try to help him in mm -hmm. a way. I'm going to give him an opportunity, especially on offense. I don't think Baker's teammates on offense hate him. No. There's some guys on the defense, you and I know. There's a couple of guys that don't – he rubbed the wrong way, especially late last season. But on the offense, especially those old – they like they him and respect him, Yeah, right? it does ingratiate Watson to the fan base. Exactly. To know at it's least classy. that he put the olive branch out there. Look, let it be on Baker if right. Baker doesn't want to go. Make him turn down right. the invitation. And if Baker does go, as there. awkward as it might be, think about it. If you're the Panthers or you're the Buccaneers uh, – not the Buccaneers, the uh, Seahawks or the, or the Giants or the Lions, you might be like, you know what? Baker's yeah. showing a little – Swallowed his pride. Here, yeah. right? Swallowed his pride. Yeah. Swallowed his pride. He went out with the team. Maybe we will take him on. A couple of quick follow-ups. First of all, I heard he was only taking like his offensive weapons, so apparently that means linemen don't get to go to the Pumas, <laughs> which is 30 <laughs> offensive players. Okay, well, yeah. they, may, no. maybe. Look uh, at Nick Chubb. Yeah, it's pretty He's impressive. ready to go. He's ready to go. Uh, secondly, I've got to wonder, like, if it, shouldn't yeah. Miles Garrett at least take We've the defense? Shouldn't Miles Garrett at least take the defense to put in bay? <laughs> Actually, Miles is Garrett taking, is taking is he the somewhere. So he has said that I'm going to put together a trip for the defense. I don't know where they're going, but I'd be all down yeah. to put in bay. got to be out of the country. Yeah, I, I mean, ideally. I mean, ideally. Sean Watson is thrown down the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Putting bay's international waters. I mean, Miles Garrett's not making the Sean Watson money, but he's making big money. Yeah, he can do it. What counts as offense? Like, if if I'm in on a Jumbo package and I'm blocking as a D lineman. Does that? No, nah, you're out. Yeah, I you're out. You go both, no, you're both <laughs> ways. I can do Guys, can I just? My only hope on oh, the yeah, Bahamas trip is that it doesn't lead to what this infamous trip led yep. to. Um, this yeah. was this was the Giants and OBJ before the <coughs> playoff game, right? Before the Packers game. Yeah, yeah. before the Packers game. It, yeah, it didn't end well. Yeah. No. Is that Trey well. Songs down in the left hand corner? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sterling uh, Shepard. Oh, so I thought that was Trey Songs. I said, oh, this was all bad. <laughs> Shepard hasn't been, been able to stay on the field since that picture. So uh, before we uh, leave this and uh, I, I just want to hear your 
one sentence summation of Baker Mayfield planting the Oklahoma flag in the block O oh, at the shoe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why he doesn't have a lot of love in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it, it's good perspective. You all said that his, as it, his opinion of who he is here and who he is, who he is outside of this bubble differs. And yeah. in Columbus, he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, have no, a lot of friends. In Columbus, he's very much that guy. <laughs> they, 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 don't, they don't forget. Last thought before we get out of here. I do. I, thoughts and prayers. Hopefully, there are no sauna and spa and massage services at that Bahamas <laughs> resort. If so, you I see, need you, Nick Chubb, to put a clothes sign. I know he'd be the one to go. Just let me go. I know. Well, he mentioned Nick Chubb. By the way, Maurice, first of all, real quick. Nick Chubb, just watching him as a back. And did you see the the squat he did the other day? We did like 650 pounds. Yeah, he's he's. Animal. What do you think of him as a player? No, I, I just oh, so I'll say this. Um, I like him, and I, I've, I've been knowing Kareem since college. Sure. If there was a player, uh, I used to like Trent Richardson, and I like Nick Chubb, and I thought like I thought Nick were ran more like I used to run, and he he's just a tough brawler, baller. And uh, I, I seen him one day. I was at a restaurant here. Obviously, he didn't know who I was. He walked by, and I said, man, they got to tackle this joker. <laughs> and and, and I, my man moves. He, he moves. He's aggressive. I, I love him. You know what I mean? Got the total package. We know the window for running back in the NFL is short. I just hope we use him the way he should be used because I think my only, yeah. my only knock on him is that I don't think he's been properly used to the fullest extent of what he can do. I hate that you know he and Hunt aren't on the field at the same time ever. I think that's crazy. I'd like to see him a little more. Could, could, so the, the one thing I said about when they brought Kareem over, at least it gives him some relief. Sure, it does. So, you know, yeah. in some capacity, you can spell him, but you know, when the game is on the line, it's the biggest play. I don't want to see him on the sidelines. Actually, oh, Freddie Kitchens the played them <coughs> one game. A you little bit, that? Yes, not much, yes. but there a little was bit. One game, like, yeah. about six or seven plays, and it's not. But it really yeah. hasn't but, happened but since. But Kareem Hunt was like the fullback. They was like, go block him. But but he did use him. I want to see like a full house backfield. With Kareem Hunt, Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb. Good luck on the team. Mm. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, good luck. Yeah, with no those three back there. All right. Um, we're going to move off the Browns. We're going to talk about the Cavs because tonight is the NBA draft lottery. And obviously the Cavs, although they made the play-in round, they didn't make the actual playoffs. So there are they are in the, the draft lottery. And if the ping pong balls hold, they will be the 14th pick. Um, they've got a very, very small chance. I think a 0.5% chance of getting the first pick. Um they're almost a lock for the 14th pick based on how many ping pong balls are in there and, and when they're uh, supposed to pick. So the Cavs are sending Anderson Verizal as their representative. You know, a team has to pick someone to go over. I think that's a great pick. Yeah. I love Verizal. He, he played like his hair was on fire. He's like an extra mascot. <laughs> he <is like laughs> he an really extra is. Mascot. Yeah. Um, so I think that's good. But what are, what are our realistic expectations? Let's just say the Cavs land where they're supposed to in the 14th pick. You don't usually find guys that change your life in the NBA at number 14. No. You got to get lucky to some degree. This is why this is why I was upset down the, down the stretch. They didn't make the playoffs because now like the alternative, but hey, we, we get the 14th pick. You're like, all right, man, uh, they got some guys that can possibly make the squad. Maybe some guys that'll go back between the, uh, the G League up and call them back up. But it's very difficult to find somebody at 14 that's going to be a playmaker. And by the way, the Cavs are, have great talent. So 
you know, if you draft the best available player and he plays power forward, yeah. good luck. This isn't like the old school Cavs that were whoever they drafted, they were going to make the team because they didn't have enough players as it was. That's the guy I want right there is Ochai Abaji out of Kansas. Yeah. He's, he he can stretch, he can shoot like nobody's business. He can stretch out the floor, and that's exactly what they need. They need an outside shooter. See, to I love everybody. him too. I just don't think he's going to be around at 14. I, I think you're probably right. He was on this mod. Let's trade the pick to Jante Murray, baby. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Let's go. Yeah, I trade want a the proven pick and a lot of other pieces. Yeah, whatever. DeJounte Murray is an all-star caliber player. I want him here. Uh, so I looked it up. Um, the last three drafts, the Cavs obviously had impact guys because they had high picks. Right. In 19, they got Darius Garland at three. In uh, 18, they got Colin Sexton with the eight. Mm-hmm. Evan Mobley last year was the three pick. Yep. Uh, and Isaac Okoro was the five in, in 2020. But Let's I also ignore Dylan guys. Windler there. Yeah, I know. Well, he was a late <laughs> first rounder because they had two picks that yeah. in, that, in that draft <coughs> in the first round. But what I did was I went back and looked at the last three number 14 overall picks mm-hmm. in the NBA. And this yeah. is to my point that guys usually don't change lives in that 14 slot. Moses Moody. Was the 14th pick last oh, yeah. year? Huge Moody. Golden head. State Warriors. He actually spent time in the G League this year. Yeah, Two years go. ago, uh, Aaron Neesmith from the Celts. The Smith. Uh, yep. not, not not changing anybody's life. And uh, three years ago, number 14, Romeo Langford mm. to the yeah, Celtics. Langford, he's now. I think yeah. he's now on the Spurs. He was traded. Uh. But so I don't. I mean, the draft now when you're a, a middle of the road team like the Cavs were. It's tough to build through the draft, so maybe they make some trades and try to sign a free agent or something. I mean, even at I mean, Isaac Okoro went fifth, but that, I mean, that's not anything after the top three to four. You start to get to seven <laughs> or eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some years it's a little. I mean, they longer, got Sexton yeah. at eight a couple of years ago, and that's a great. Yeah, pick. He's a good player. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a good player. So, I, it was. I mean, they they did a good job with those picks, except for Windler, but that's a late first round. It's pick. still pretty yeah. exciting that we are even still pot like in the lottery, considering the. That game, right. the season they had last year, and the, I mean, we're, like you said, we're used to picking usually like sixth or third or sure. whatever because we've been so terrible. It's kind of nice being uh, having a good team this year that still gets a decent draft pick. It's very rare. And uh, in early or really late January, early February, the Cavs were just a couple of games out of the one spot yep. in the East. They were playing great. Hurt. So the if, if someone would have told me then that the Cavs are going to be a lottery pick, I would have yep. said no way. Right, because if they had made the playoffs, they would have lost their pick as part of that trade. They would have lost their pick. Right, right. yeah. Maurice, you a big basketball fan or no? Yeah, no, so I, I got closer to basketball, and I was telling you I go up to UConn a lot. And what I was about to say was that uh, it's surprising that it, that these guys can pick anybody because all these kids are six, seven, between 6'7 six, and 6'11. They all can jump. They all can shoot. And this is just playing back and forth. And I remember I was up in UConn, and I said, man, they got four starters on their bench. Hmm. And so I don't know as a scout how do you choose through that. Like, it's you know, tough. In, in football, it's easy to kind of see the separation of guys. Yeah. Right. But if you walk into a gym, I can give you three, four guys in UConn. If they had the ability or had the chance or had the, the system, they can go be a superstar somewhere. But basketball, you only have one basketball. and. Yeah. You know, guys I fall to, through the cracks in basketball. I can go to Rucker Park in New York and see guys I think could play in the Yeah, well, <laughs> just about any day of the week, yeah. too. But it's a good point, though. It's a good point. It'd be hard. Mike, it's we hard. have time to do the Kyrie Irving stuff here? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so as long as we're talking Cavs, yeah. Kyrie Irving came out and had some really interesting comments. Comments that floored Stunning. me, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you, because I've seen almost no maturity out of this guy throughout right. his NBA career, even going back to his small time at Duke. He came out and, and basically said... It's on me that we didn't win more championships with the Cavs. I was immature. I forced the breakup. It was a mistake. Basically saying that he and LeBron had so much more to do together and that it was his immaturity that 
in his mind, he felt he was the center of the of the wheel when in reality now he understands that it was LeBron yeah. and that it was a huge mistake. I was floored by those comments. I thought yeah. it showed maturity on Kyrie's part, and I also just did not expect that from him. Maturity we could have used back in the day. It's so <laughs> nice that in <laughs> retrospect he's being mature. Yeah. And also, why, how was he ever under the impression he's a great player? How was he on a team with LeBron and he was under the impression that he was the center of the universe? Because that is out, amazing. Because he outplayed Steph amazing. Curry for the seven games. Yeah, and but, Steph was widely looked at as the guy in the league. Yeah, but that, this is after LeBron took a team to the finals that had Danielle Marshall and Eric <laughs> yeah, right. Snow on. He was but, in fourth but, grade but, then. But, but, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know the saying, long live the king, the king's dead, I'm the new king. Yeah. Right. You're, you're, you're the king, he and everybody wants not. to be the king. Yeah, right. And, and when you hit a shot like that, and, and for me, what, what I recognized was that the Kyrie was a dude, is when they gave him a Nike, like the signature line, there's 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 not very many. It's, it's LeBron, Kobe, there's a couple of people. KD. KD, you got to be the top of the food chain to get you a signature shoe. And he hit the shot against Golden State and won the shot. He felt like, look, you was here all them years ago, 10 years. LeBron, you didn't win nothing yeah. in Cleveland. I hit the shot. I'm the man now. The shot probably had a lot to yeah. do with it, Mike. But you got to remember, he was playing before LeBron came back. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was. And, and he helped start the turnaround. So I, I think that played a major role in it. And he probably felt like you need a guy like me or you needed other pieces. And so he, he probably didn't think he was the guy, but he probably thought like he had as much as a presence. Yeah. To their to their winning as LeBron did, sure. Uh, but like uh, once again, though, I talk about self awareness. Like self awareness helps you to mature. Then it's only through growth that you start to realize what role you played in it. And I, I think that's what happened with him. Yeah, I'll, I want to come back to you on that in a second. But Bull, what, what what are your thoughts? I guess in the end, we should. Even though I was as shocked as you were, I'm thinking about it now. Maybe we shouldn't be shocked because Kyrie's always been an enigma in a way, right? Like he'll say something that you're like, "Wow, that's really smart. That's like a really." Profound, thing, yeah. profound thing, and then two minutes later, he'll say something. You're like, "The Earth is That's flat." That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he, and he has done yeah. that his whole. He career. might change his mind and path on this too. I could see him going back and being like, yeah. "You know what? It wasn't my fault. I changed my mind." <laughs> and also, and, so and if you overrated. and if you keep sailing on a carnival cruise line, you will go off the side of the Earth eventually <laughs> because <laughs> the world is not round. Yeah. In the end, guys, it's a shame because when Kyrie was here, <laughs> I loved Kyrie. I did he too. He was my favorite player. I liked him more than LeBron. I know LeBron better, but Kyrie was my favorite player. I loved watching He's him smooth. play. His ball handling skills oh, are as superior. good as almost any player yeah. in the history of the game. It's insane. And if he had stayed healthy and stayed more Same. focused or whatever the word is, he, he should have been. I mean, maybe he will be a Hall of Fame. Basketball Hall of Fame is, he, I have no our, idea. He's already so, Hall of Fame. Everybody I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. he is. But, like, he should have, overall, when we look back at his career, I think we're going to say he was really good, but he should have been better. And, Maurice, you know this. Um, when you, as a player, come to grips with your mortality. Your mortality is not when you like die as a person. It's when you feel like my playing career is, is over. Is over. <laughs> That's your mortality. When you start to when he Kyrie's had a lot of injuries and, and he realizes that, you know, hey, I just lost in the first round. When you start to see you getting up there, KD is getting up there. When you start to see your own mortality, you start to then come to conclusions like, well, Wow, let me reflect on what I did have <laughs> or what happened because I couldn't. And you start thinking about legacy. Yes, <laughs> that, that you do. 30 years old. Yeah. His he, legacy's troubled. Uh, yes, because yeah. he's right now, if he's looking at James Harden, he said, man, Harden looked bad, but hey, look, <laughs> what about me? Like, don't I look crazy? And so he's he's got to be thinking about, wow, how many how many could I have won? I was the, the Cavs did take me number one. Mm-hmm. I was the rookie of the year. I hit the biggest shot and I, I, I left because I even got the most shots. 
when LeBron was here. He averaged the most shots since yeah. last year. Yep. He has to be thinking about it like, wow, life was all easier. Ron Horn, quick, would you want him back in no. Cleveland? Mike? Yeah, I take him. Maurice? Every day. <sighs> Trade him for Sexton. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron, LeBron had two stints here. I, I, I like the maturity. I'd take him back, too. Because yeah. you, you ultimately, at the end of the day, all sports teams ask this question. The Browns just asked it with Watson. Are we better with them, with the baggage, or without them? Well, we're better with them. So I'll they took Dejounte Murray instead. And, and I'm not getting off that. <laughs> he doesn't have to get vaccinated either, right? He's yeah, exactly. Right? As long as yeah. he's reflecting in yeah. 10 years, will he look back and say, I should have gotten vaccinated. I was just being uh, just being a piss, pissy, pissy little. Uh, Hopefully he's already done. learned that. Yeah, I, I mean, think. look at how, how much better would his numbers be even though like he's got you're talking about legacy. What if he had played a whole season here? He, he was completely healthy sitting on a bench in one of his 10 possible years that you can play at that level in the yeah, NBA. And he's know, just like, no, I don't want to. I don't I don't believe in science. It's a short window. It's, it's short. Window. <laughs> that's, he's going to regret that. You, you shouldn't. No doubt. You shouldn't leave any games on the table because yeah. you don't know how many you have um, for your career. Want to do Reds Indians or Reds yeah, Guardians? Guardians. Jesus. Okay, so we'll go three minutes, then we're gonna hit break, then we're gonna go dive deep into Maurice's story. Um, Guardians back home, they get the Reds again. They're two and zero against the Reds this year. Yeah. Please ask going for the Guardians. I don't know what he is. I used to. I don't know what he is anymore. Um, the the Reds are throwing an interesting pitcher, Connor Overton, yeah. who's been okay this year. He's only I think he's pitched fifteen or twenty innings, something yeah. like that. He's been okay. Um, do the do the Guardians just continue their domination over the Reds. This has been going on for a, a couple of years here, but yeah. I don't know about Plezak. I just yeah. I don't know if I trust I mean, him. I don't trust Plezak. Connor Overton's a fraud. He's not a major league pitcher. So those, <laughs> wow, those wow, those numbers won't hold up. He's only got eight <laughs> strikeouts in seventeen innings. He's not missing any bats. Uh, they've just gotten lucky with him so far. The Reds are so bad that they lost a game this weekend Sunday, where yeah. they gave up no hits. Yeah. Their team pitched a no-hitter, wow. and they lost yep. to the Pirates, who suck too. So that's how bad the Reds are. Yeah. You're not learning anything here. If Police Act can't – I mean, listen, we already got to send down Savali, which they should. I don't know why they haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Police Act has not been very good. He also, going back to the middle last year, has been very inconsistent. He should dominate against Cincinnati. There's no excuse. I would hope. Yeah, I would hope so. Just real quick, I just think everybody should go to the ballpark this weekend. It's going to be it's supposed to be nice, and you're playing a crappy team, so get out there and support yeah, the Guardians. Yeah, go out when, when you think you're going to get a win. Yeah, you know? have fun. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, Reds, listen, you guys don't get the NBA draft format. If you lose every game, you don't get ping pong balls. It yeah. does not matter. You're, I don't know whether they're, 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 they're doing this for, like, draft status. or Listen, you guys are terrible, but here's the problem. Um We've now talked about two out of the three major people in the rotation, and Bull is talking about sitting them down. That's how bad. Well, I'm not saying send down, please. I'm concerned he's not pitching. Well, well, I'm not sending him down. But but, but two but, out of three, and, yeah. and you could say Bieber's not pitching particularly well. Bieber, Bieber looks better. Better yeah. last start. Bieber looks yes. better last start. But yeah, and I, McKenzie looks great. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think we all agree on that, mm-hmm. and he's not going anywhere. But the. the the Guardians have to figure out their starting pitching. No, no, no doubt. Right. All right, we're going to take our first break on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. When we come back, we're diving deep into Maurice Claret's story. Nothing's off the table. We're going to talk about all of it, from high school to college to his brief time in the NFL and everything that happened afterwards. Stay with us. It's going to get good. All right, we're back, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. So we had a, a tape package prepared for... The weight loss challenge. Bull and G. Bush tipped the scales this morning, yeah. and uh, I was fascinated to see like where they came in. 
belt. Wait, I put, I put the people's champ together. belt on. It's just gonna add weight. Just adds weight. Mikey McNuggets. Throw the graphic up so we can so we can show the comparison here. So bull tipping in at his felt 315. G Bush is a little bit more to him. He's he's six four. Yeah. 346. I love the the reach. Shorter. It's important to know. And by the way, man, you forgot my in a quarter. I'm about to six four and a quarter. I'm shrinking every year. But you got to get my height. Combine height. Yeah, combine height, man. So what is the goal here? What's the end game? How much do we want to lose? And how do we determine a winner? We're going to do the whole rest of the year to the end of the year, right? And G and I have this plan. It was his idea yesterday because yesterday he I was like, I'm going out that to have one more fatten up lunch. So I see to him, come have lunch with me. Gotcha. You've never been to the slime. And so we go great to choice. We have a great time. Great choice. It was phenomenal. And we were talking to everybody in the restaurant, right? <laughs> we talked to everybody. We probably the added three pounds to yep. your weight just we, yet. Yep. But I think we added some from viewers too, because we were chatting with everybody <laughs> in the restaurant. Good. So we go in there, we have a great time, and G says, We gotta go every week mm-hmm. and have lunch, but we gotta go to places and we gotta figure out what the healthy options are on the menu. Yes. And we're going to eat the healthy options. No. Well, not just salad. Salmon, grilled chicken, fish. Like I know you don't eat fish. Jay has celery sticks, man. You can't yeah. have every celery day. every day, bro. So every we're going to do that. We're going to try different restaurants. We're going to go throughout Cleveland. He and I both live on the west side, so we'll probably do some west side stuff, too. Very good. Maybe so we'll at the end of the year, now, yeah. do we do weekly weigh-ins, monthly weigh-ins? We will do weekly. 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 Okay, yeah, weekly. so we'll check. Boy, Every this Tuesday. is a lot of pressure on you, Cash. Yeah. Like, don't come I, in here heavier now next he's, week. He's got two advantages. He's 10 years younger, which uh, you know is a big advantage. <laughs> he politicking already. That's a big advantage. He already politicking. Listen, yeah. I, mean, I didn't have, well, okay, I had 13 surgeries. How's about that, boy? Wow. What does that have to do with losing weight? Hey, listen, I can't feel my body. <laughs> <laughs> my lower body, I want to go to one of your trouble. Joints. You do have trouble sleeping. I sleep with a CPAP. You need a CPAP. I do. Oh, like, I do. You still want to yeah. acknowledge? You don't want to do that yet? I went to a sleep clinic. It will I told help them, you. I'm telling I, I you. I said, like, they, they said I got a sleepless leg syndrome, oh. by the way. Like, it's a real thing. And I sleep like two hours a night. But that's that's. We were thing. sharing our experiences yes. of wow. going for the, the sleep study. You guys are all wreck. Yeah. Have y'all want to go consult with a physician? Oh, uh, yeah. We had to balance these wires hey. connected to you, and they, and they make you go to sleep at like 9 o'clock. See, I'm I, like, got, I can't go to sleep at 9 o'clock. So I will give them this. So I got yeah. So people don't know. So I do got a pain management doctor, right? So I didn't had. I tore my ACL in both knees. Mm. I tore my PCL. Um, I've had back surgery, L5S1. I've had neck surgery. Now, the neck surgery is the one that's really rough, you know? That was recent, right? That was recent. Yeah. I just had recent neck surgery. Yeah. And so what I got to do is I got to lose some weight to get it off my frame. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Sure. My neck. So I got three herniated discs that cannot be operated on. Oh, yeah. wow. So you have to lose weight. So I got to. So it ain't All no right. like just because no, so, I want to. No, so I was asking because, you know, the older you get, you start to lose yeah, testosterone. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah. it becomes harder to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, I, w- I went to a doctor and literally, like, I went to go get a whole physical and got scanned, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And like that, like I, I like had a system for losing weight. I don't know if this is like y'all spitballing this. Well, we, I mean, we're gonna mo- try to motivate each other. I'm gonna do the uh, intermittent fasting. I'm not gonna, I'm not eating anymore before the show until like 1:30 or whatever. What do you think of that, Ma- Maurice? Because I, I hate that idea. And so I, I, so whenever I have to lose weight, I'll do intermittent fasting and I, yeah. I carb count. So yeah. like I, I can go to about like uh, let's say about four or five and then eat within like. A two three hour window, but that's yeah. that's just how I've done it. Or yeah. like or just cut carbs and I, yeah. I like I, like we talked about before asparagus, ribeye, sweet potato. Right. 
Like I can it's do that. Worked yeah, for me. It's worked for me before. Obviously, I put some weight back on. I'm, you got it. We got a goal in mind. So you got to go, right? What's your goal? My, my goal is 225. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to get there by the end of the year, but that's my long term goal. That's, that's, that's what? 90? Put that back up there? No. That's 90 pounds. Man, that's 90 pounds. That's a lot. G. Bush, what's your goal? I, I want to get to at least 240. I, I'm, I'm telling well, see, you, man. You, can, you should go to a doctor, get a blood panel. You should have like like a health somebody healthy like because if you do it. have low T, they can boost you, that up and it will help. I'm, try, you I'm, try, I'm trying to help them cheat. I tell you, I'm inspired by Maurice's story and like, you know, even though obviously weight loss is not the same, but I, you know, I'm addicted to food. G and I are both binge eaters. That's I'm an addiction. Eater. I mean, yeah, you know, and, and, and you've got to so, treat that before yes, you lose the weight. Absolutely, I'm in therapy. I'm in therapy. You know, I talk. I take. You know, and and but yeah, I mean, it's a big that's a big part of it. I, have you guys talked stakes? Like, what does someone win something if one of you wins? Yeah, what is that? We haven't come up we with, haven't but come we have up time with on that. But, but the cool thing about it, we, we are planning you change the belt every week. <laughs> no, you can't yeah. have the belt. The belt it just it stays. With what me. if he loses more weight than you? Next yeah, I'm week. taking that belt. I'll give it to him for next week. <laughs> yeah. now, well, I, I'm, pay, I'm already paying for lunch next week, too. Oh, you but, are? Yeah, but, but you know, but I will tell you, you are correct. See, yeah. I am. I've, have, I've already started. My program. I've gone to a place, right? We it began with that bag did you, did of checks. You get your yeah, so, so, so I'm trying to help you. But, but here's the thing. I can't talk to him now. You listen. I need a spot. You can't see. I'm not gonna tell y'all's name. You gotta. You gotta come. We gonna. Oh, tell you him. want a sponsor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't tell <laughs> well, me. Well, we need. What we also need is we need fans that also need to lose weight. There's a lot of fat people out there. Right. All right. You hear that, fans? Strength a lot of fat numbers. people. Your tubbies. We're we're we want to do this with you. So if you're out there. Get on this weight loss challenge. Lose weight with us. Send right. your videos to us. We'll make it all thing. Yeah, what are you doing? You're losing weight. What you yeah. doing? I, I think the, the, the email address is ucss at wkyc.com. Send your videos over there. You get on the Any scale, Any sponsorship too. ideas and, you and, have. And, and, and give me the, and, and, <laughs> Hey, by the way, there's a couple. Wait, look. I got my, I got a couple videos coming out. Don't be hey, Listen, don't wait. You got to wait. Wait it out. <laughs> These guys already got my stuff. But I will tell you, um, that is a very good option. They take a little blood test. They tell you what's going yeah. on. Yeah. No, yeah. I, no, I'm telling you, I was so I went to a physician, uh-huh. and so you, you, uh, you know, as yeah, you, you get older, yes. yeah. your yeah. testosterone drops, sure, it's science. Which, which which gives like your vitality. You like, there's a and, reason. Yeah. And so, what your you what, 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 what are you now? Your playing weight was my playing weight was about like two thirty eight. And, and so like what? Two fifty-five now. And, and, and so how much you weigh down? About two fifty-five. See, that ain't bad. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, right. my playing weight two seventy-two. My joint is at three forty-six. Yeah, you got a long way yeah. to go. Hey, you ain't got to go do all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 but I love you. Usually matter, but we're running out of yeah, time. Pipe, yeah, uh, we got to get to Mike's uh, final segment thing. idea real fast. That we should yeah. bring the treadmills in from the gym, and you guys should host on the treadmills <laughs> at least once a week. That'd be good. Two yeah. hours on the treadmill. Yeah, yeah. with the emergency system right outside the door, just in case one of you falls over. I appreciate you giving the opportunity to offer my final thought, even though we're running short on time. And only I'm only being given this time because it's so important, because there was just such a terrible, terrible, heinous thing that happened here yesterday. An atrocity, an unprovoked attack from my co-host yes. right here yeah. on cat lovers. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> He's for some reason, right now. for some reason, <laughs> I, to bring the judgment. Bring the judgment, yes. you cat haters. You weird cat people. You, no, here we go. <laughs> Out of nowhere, nobody even said to you yesterday, like, defend being a dog owner rather than a cat owner. Mm. You could have talked about anything in the world. Your closing thoughts could be about anything. You've complained about people bumping into your grocery cart. You complained about politics. You complained about sports. And then all of a sudden, unprovoked, he just starts calling everyone who likes cats a cat lady and calling us losers. <laughs> 
You did? Now, I have two cats myself. I'm a proud cat daddy. I'm not ashamed to say it. You're proud In fact, cat I believe daddy. I have a picture here, maybe. Do I have my picture of me and my cat? That's me and my cat. <laughs> That's me and my cat, McDonald. Like I don't know what's so funny about that. this. That was my Christmas card. Oh, no. If he dies, who, oh wins, the, who wins the weight loss thing? I'm going to die. No, you're fine. That's me and my cat. Just a quick note to all of you dog people out uh, there. And I am not a dog nor a cat person. I have a cat. You don't have to be a person. I have pets. I like pets. I like dogs. You do. I like cats. I just find dog, I just find cats more interesting and I respect them more. I like dogs. I can't respect them because Dogs will like anyone. Dogs will love you regardless. If you just have a hot dog in your pocket, a dog love will chase you. you around all day. You can be mean as hell. Here's some people who had dogs. Jeffrey Dahmer had a dog, all right? Ted Kaczynski, the Unibot, had a dog. And they probably right? loved them. Yes, absolutely. Now, is that true? I don't know. I made that up, but it could be true. And it sounds like it Whoa. might be. People who have cats, people who have cats are, are securing themselves. I don't care if men know that I have a cat. We oh could take God. it down now. I think it's been up enough. But we... <laughs> But my point can't be up enough. No, you're right. Anyways, my point is, I mean, uh, you uh, by casting this wide net on all cat mm. people and suggesting that I am just some secretary who stays at home alone <laughs> with my cats all the time is insulting to cats and cat lovers everywhere. McDuff and Finn McCool. I'll see you boys when I get home. <laughs> oh, that is one this, of the best pictures oh I think I've ever God. seen in my life. Pretty solid. Yeah, I know. Oh. Mike is a legit cat lover. I like, like cats. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna come. Well, you told me once. You told it. me once. Dogs oh. are easy. Cats, you gotta work for their affection. You gotta earn them. You know oh. what I mean? That's I've been it. trying to earn them. How many poop love buckets my wife's do you have in the house? That's the other thing. You're talking about how oh, I got poop. I got poop, poop in my house. Buckets. You're the one. I have a cat. I'm like I can leave my cat. I leave my cat for like four days, and I'll just like forget about it. I come back, it's fine. No. Do, you can't do that with your dog. You leave a big bowl of food out, something like that. You're following your dog around like a, you're a servant following your dog around <laughs> the street, waiting for it to crop. You're like, you ready, sweetheart? You don't want to go right now? I'll come, back out when I, I'll come back out when you're ready. My cat craps, I don't even know about it. I clean, I clean that litter box maybe once every three months. So <laughs> it's not that much maintenance. You're the one who's a slave to your dog. You see this nonsense? Wow. Just letting you know. Oh, that's so funny. That was great, oh. Mike. Thank you. Uh, again, Maurice, oh. thank you. We are out of time, so we're going to go. We went 23 minutes of overtime today. We, yeah. you know, when we want to go long, we go long. Mm -hmm. there's, there's, no, there's no problem with that. Oh. Tomorrow's show, Tim Couch, former Browns quarterback, will join us on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I, I'm just going to say this for Tim. Oh. you got a long way to go to live up to the story of Maurice today. I don't know if he can do that. <laughs> he was Make watching. Sure He's like, film. oh, my God, nothing's yeah. ever happened to me. Can I cancel? <laughs> I'd like to come on Thursday. Right. Maurice, thanks again. Great thanks to catch up with you. Maurice and we will back. see you yeah, again. On the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Peace. See you guys. Well done, man. <laughs> well done. Hey, man.